Hey Baker, welcome to Business is Sweet. It's easy to fall in love with the sweet art of baking. It's a bit harder to take the right steps to create a successful business around your baking. But the business side of baking is also pretty sweet. I believe that you can be paid well for your creativity, build a successful baking business from home, and enjoy the work you get to do. And in fact, I don't just believe it, I know it because I've done it. I'm your host, Brett, a self-taught home-based baker myself who's built a thriving business making a full-time income as a wedding cake designer, all from home while raising my two little kiddos. And I'm here to show you how to do it too. Welcome to the show. Hey Baker, it's here. The moment has finally arrived. The big, incredible launch of the Business School for Bakers. I was so determined to prove that business success is not about luck, it's not about coincidence, that it's about strategy, it's about being intentional, that I did it not only once, building a successful, profitable, full income from a home-based baking business, but I did it twice. I started a second cake business and within 30 days had my first two orders and within three months had made almost $2,000 of revenue from this new baking business because it's not about luck. There is strategy. There's a recipe for success and I've taken everything that you need to know to successfully run your baking business from pricing to marketing to customer service to building a website to financial management, all of those nitty gritty back end details that can get so complicated and so confusing. I've taken them all, simplified them and created one beautiful program where you can learn it all in one spot and it's the business school for bakers. Think of this program as getting your unofficial MBBA, your Master's in Baking Business Administration. There really isn't anything out there like this. People ask me all the time if they want to have success. Should they go to pastry school? Should they get a business degree? And none of that will really niche down and apply to you as as a baking business. It still depends on you to do the learning and do the footwork. And so I created this one-of-a-kind program. Think of it as a semester at a university where there is several curriculums and courses and books and guides, and it is just going to help you time travel ahead in your business. You get to skip a lot of the trial and error and learning on your own, and I'm going to teach you how to lay the foundation for your business, how to plan, how to market to the right people, how to brand your business so that you get higher paying customers, how to price things right so that you're covering your costs and you're making a profit. Everything is jam-packed into the Business School for Bakers. Once you're in, you're in for life. You have access to that content forever. It doesn't disappear. And as I add and give more content into that program, you get access to that as well. Any and all updates I make going forward, you'll continue to receive access to all of that. The Business School for Bakers includes a variety of content, including video courses, 
ebooks, templates, guides, things that you can read, things that you can listen to. So you'll always have a way to be learning while you're in the kitchen or when you're ready to sit down and actually put in some work to your business. All of it is there to guide you step by step by step through the entire process of building your business. Some of the courses it includes are my best selling course, Pricing Mastermind, my basic cake photography crash course, my Bake It Happen recorded coaching sessions on planning and goal setting and finances, and a couple of special video courses that will only be found in the business school for bakers, including Entrepreneurship 101, Home Bakery Production, and Let's Talk Taxes. Some of the ebooks and guides it includes are Baking by the Rules, Navigating the Legal Requirements of Home Baking, Keep the Orders Coming, which is my new book, a powerful guide to marketing your home baking business and you know, it will only be available in the business school for bakers for the next few weeks and how to talk to customers a template library for responding to people and getting orders booked faster how to use instagram to get orders all of this is in there waiting for you don't put it off any longer. Let's get this going. Let's get you to a point where you are in control of your business and you know what you're doing. You feel confident. You have systems in place. You show up as a real professional and people are able to order from you so easily because you have set up your business in such a way that it's just so easy for customers to trust you with their orders. Business School for Bakers is launching, having its grand opening on Tuesday, April 18th, and it's launching at a special founding member price as a thank you for all of your support and as my token of support to you as a fellow baker in business, I want to see you succeed and I want to give you this opportunity. So don't miss the grand opening. In the show notes, you can find a link to the Business School for Bakers waitlist. And the moment that it opens, you can get in at that founding member price and start just springboarding yourself, catapulting your business years ahead. It's basically like you get to time travel and just the years of experience that it would have taken you to gain all of this knowledge and get all of these pieces in place, you get to do it right now, right here. It's all there for you. I can't wait to see you inside the business school. And that is the perfect segue into today's topic because the business school for bakers is all about believing in yourself, in your business, and your ability to have control of what you're doing and to see success. I don't care who you are. I don't care what lack of resources you feel like you have or whether you're a beginner or you're in the middle. Wherever you are, you have every possibility in front of you and you have all the power inside of you to take this where you want to go and to accomplish what you want to with it. And so I want to talk about how we can dream a little bit more as bakers in business. There's a lot I've learned from starting my own baking business and then there's even more that I've learned as I've began coaching and having conversations with bakers and getting to see behind the curtain into not only like the logistical mechanics of what's going on in people's baking businesses, but also the things emotionally and mentally that are going on, the story that's kind of being crafted, that's being written in our minds as we run our businesses. 
And it's been very, very fascinating to realize this past year as I've done big public sessions with, you know, hundreds of bakers, as I've taught at international events, as I've coached people privately, I've kind of stopped to like evaluate the results of of kind of like my conclusions that I've drawn from from those interactions and those conversations. And it's really been interesting to stop and see that all too often the things that we think are in our way of actually achieving success aren't actually roadblocks at all. Sometimes we attribute it to like, oh, people just don't want to pay my prices. Or, oh, there's just not enough customers to go around. Like, there's too many other bakers. Or, you know, I just don't know how to do that yet. I don't know how to how to figure that out. And what finally dawned on me was... All of those answers are accessible to every single one of us, to you as a baker, to anyone. The answers about how to, learning how to market, learning how to price, learning how to cake decorate or cookie decorate or bake better, learning all of that is, is so accessible. In the world that we live in, you can find that information. You can learn that information. There's books, there's blogs, there's courses, there's so much, and it finally just occurred to me that the reason why we don't, the reason why we don't learn those things is because of our own, our own mental block inside, the own fear we have of moving forward, the own fear that we have of dreaming bigger. It's so interesting for me to look back on the business goals that I have had over the years because I've always written them down in Google Docs or sticky notes or on my phone and to look back in the past and see what my goals were back then to what they are now, it's so interesting of how the story has changed. And when I started, my only thing in my head was like, I just want one wedding cake order a month. And that was like as far as I could allow myself to dream at the time. Like just one wedding cake order a month would be so cool. And... Finally, it's like I hit this new stride where the goal shifted and it became, oh, if I could just, you know, make a thousand dollars a month, that would be so cool. That would be so cool. And then I started writing down, if I could make as much as my husband, like if I could match him in the money I was bringing in, right? And there there was always kind of like this cap of how far I was able to dream and how far I was able to see myself going which is just so, so funny because we literally like kind of get into this thought loop of, of self-sabotage where we, we won't run further than we think we can go and we won't push our businesses and our skills and our, our abilities farther than we think we can actually go. And we hold ourselves back from dreaming bigger. And what is so crazy is about a year ago, I wrote down that I wanted to bring in $10,000 a month in revenue from my baking. And I showed that to my husband. He thought that was absolutely insane. He was like, okay, like, good luck with that. (laughs) And I was like, no, no, I think I finally learned it. That if I want to make 
if I want to hit this goal, I've got to have a higher goal and I've got to push myself farther and I've got to be able to just hold the possibility to see a little bit further ahead. How often do we just get caught in like, it's too hard, it's not easy, it's too scary. And and there's so many reasons why we hold ourselves back from dreaming bigger. And so like, just take a moment, whatever you're doing right now, take a moment to pause and just, just drop the fear for a sec. And imagine what would be the coolest thing as a baker in business. If there's no fear, if there's nothing to hold you back, if there's no lack of resources, like what would be your ultimate dream as a baker? And whatever that is, I want you to imagine yourself. I want you to imagine what it would be like to get there. What it would be like to actually achieve that goal. Picture yourself. Where are you? What are you doing? What are you wearing? How do you feel in that moment? How do you feel when you actually are doing that thing? Stop and really feel into that for just a second. The fear isn't there. Nothing's holding you back. You're just thriving in that really amazing moment of achieving your biggest dream as a baker. Now, what our goal is as entrepreneurs, as creatives, is to memorize what that just felt like. That tiny little glimpse of what it feels like to achieve our dream, what it feels like to to truly push the bounds of what we even think is possible for ourselves, we have to, we hold on to that feeling. We have to be our own daily reminder that so much more is possible. And like, could you feel it? And just, just for those 10 seconds that we were thinking about it and just dwelling on it, like you can feel it. You can feel that there really are no limitations. And I have come to see that. It's been so incredible as a baker to think like, wow, wouldn't it be cool to like work with a brand? Oh, look at that. I'm working with a brand. Wouldn't it be cool to do a cake for over a thousand dollars? Oh, look at that. I got an order for $1,600. Wouldn't it be so cool to write a book? Guess what? I'm writing a book. (laughs) And nobody ever came and was like, oh, this is what you want. Let us just hand you that opportunity. Because being creative and being an entrepreneur is about not waiting for opportunities. It's about making the opportunities. It's not about waiting in your house for someone to come and say, you're ready, like it's time, we've we finally decided that you get to do this. It's about you deciding that you're going to do it and you're going to make it happen. I've come really, I've become um, resistant to using the word empowered. I feel like it's become a really big buzzword that people say all the time, like, oh, I'm a coach, I'm here to empower you, or, you know, this this thing is going to empower you so that you can do whatever. And I don't really buy the idea of empowerment. And this is why. Because if you look at the actual definition of what empower means, it means to give power to. Which implies that if you want to be empowered, if you're waiting to be empowered, you don't have power. 
and you need somebody else to give it to you. And that's not what's going on here. That is not the story. That's not you. You have incredible power inside of you to make change, to make decisions, to take action, to move forward, to create, to build, to connect, to serve, to share. You can do absolutely incredible things. And you're not just a baker. Like You're literally the living, breathing proof that life is meant to be sweet. That life is meant to be enjoyed. That there are precious moments that mark our time here in this life. And we're meant to, to slow down and appreciate them with all five of our senses, including taste. That's what you stand for as a baker. And so you do make this incredible difference in the world. The world needs you, right? And the power is inside of you. You already have it. You don't need me to give it to you. You don't need a course to give it to you. The power is in you. You just have to tap into it. You just have to allow yourself to access it, to use it, to go forward and to drop drop this story of, but I am just not good enough. I'm just scared. What will people think? Who cares? Who cares what people think? Oh my gosh, there's people that you're meant to help. So what holds us back? Let's talk about that. What is actually like in your way of owning that power and stepping forward in your business? The first thing, we're so afraid of failure and the judgment and the shame that comes with that. We're af- we've, we've been conditioned ever since like age five. You know, you show up, you jump through the hoops and you get the top marks and you've got to achieve this standard and if it's not if you're not straight a student then you're not you're not fitting the mold and you're not doing what you're supposed to and it's kind of a bunch of crap it really really is some of the smartest people I know because I used I got to tutor chemistry and I've tutored math and accounting and some of those smartest students that I got to sit in a room with and work on homework with so so brilliant like they're catching it all, they're understanding it all, and they just don't test well. Like, it's just not where their information flows for them. It's just not where their brain is able to step in to like, oh yeah, I'm here, I'm doing this. Like, it's just, there's like a block there. And, but that's like the system, right? That's the system that tells us this is how it is. And if you don't fit this mold, that's how it is. And so we're taught, we go through school, we go through life and we, we have this story inside us of don't fail, don't fail. Everyone's watching, everyone's judging. And it's just not the case. And I've, I've learned that there really is no such thing as failure, Because, I mean, I've had some really grand mess-up moments in my business, in my life, in the projects that I've worked on. I have had a cake tip over. I have not gotten orders. I've lost them to other people, other bakers. They went with them instead. I have had unhappy customers who didn't like what I had made them. And I've had moments where I'm teaching and I say something so dumb and it's like one of those moments that haunts me in the middle of the night and I'm like oh my gosh I can't believe I said that but those mess ups and those messy moments were some of my greatest learning moments 
and I've come to be so grateful for them because they were springboards. They were springboards of learning and growing that I needed to push my business even further, to push myself even further so that I can show up even better for the people I'm wanting to serve. So as hard as those moments are, they're never, ever, ever failures. They are progress. It's all progress. And you need that feedback. You need that feedback from the experience, from the customer, from how you're feeling to know, am I going in the right direction? Like, how can I change? How can I shift? How can I pivot? And how am I going to, you know, get over this, this next little hurdle? And it really is all just progress. And the only way that you don't move forward is if you don't move forward. (laughs) The only way you don't get closer to your goal is if you just don't choose to do nothing. And I feel like that's truly the moments where we kind of fail, but also we're able to, we're able to overcome it. We're able to try again. I just, I really don't believe in failure. Why else do we hold ourselves back from dreaming bigger, from seeing even further? Like, just think for a moment, like what, what is your goal with your business? Like what, how much would you want to make a month? If, if you could say like, oh, if I could just make this much money a month with my business, that would be so cool. And if we could all be in a room together and ask that question, it would be actually really interesting to see the variation of answers. If I could just make this much or this much or this much. And the funny thing is like, it's like we literally put a cap on it. We're like, oh, I can, I can only allow myself to think this far. Like I could only earn that much because anything further than that is scary. And I don't know how to do that. And I can't possibly set a goal that I can't reach. So interesting. And we're kind of stuck in this idea of trading time for money. That kind of a mindset, like wage per hour, time is money. I, I put in an hour, I get this much out, and everything's about time. But money goes so much further than just wage per hour. And I think part of the reason why we're scared to scale, we're scared to push further, we're scared to do more, is because the only way that we know to go further is that, oh, I've got to trade more time. I've got to trade more time for money, right? I've got to make more cakes. I've got to you know, work harder. I've got to put in more hours and I don't want to do that. And so I'm never going to let my business get further along because it's too much of a time sacrifice. But the growth of your business is dependent on more than just time. And what you get paid isn't just about time. And we, we talk about it all the time. (laughs) We, we say it a lot, like get paid for your time. Make sure you know your time, like make sure you know your rate per hour, make sure you're compensating for all your time. And that's only a part of the equation. Because if you think about the idea of wage per hour, right? There's money on one side. There's, there's the, there's the time on one side, how many hours that you're putting in. And then the money is on the other side. Well, how do you come to that? Like how the dollars per hour, how do you actually determine that? Well, you look at your brand reputation. You look at your opportunity cost. You look at the difficulty to produce. You look at the availability, supply and demand. All of those affect what you're actually getting paid. And you're able, like, how far could you push what you charge? How far could you push your prices and not just make it about time 
and not make your business a constant trade of time for money. And I see this with my mom. She has a sewing business and for years and years and years, 22 years that she's been doing it, the game she plays is time for money, time for money, time for money, which makes her kind of this slave to her sewing machine and she's stuck because she's still learning to break out of this thought process of money is traded for time but it's more than just time it's energy it is the stress it is the reputation it is the brand all of that all of that is what we're trading here and so just take a moment to think about that in your own business and and how how could you elevate your business in a way that it's not just about trading time for money that's kind of a creative thought question something to ponder on we're so afraid of wasting time too that we don't want to even fully put ourselves out there into our baking businesses because what if the time is wasted what if we don't hit our goal and then like all that effort we put into practice and to market and to show up like that is wasted time and and we just we quit we quit before we've even really done the full thing we quit before we've even taken the third step it's like we take one little step and if it doesn't pan out right away that's that's where we quit but it's it's always such a good moment to take that step and go oh it didn't work i wonder why get curious about why things aren't working don't just self-sabotage by saying like oh i guess that was time just wasted i guess i'm just wasting my money my time my energy i'm i'm done Start to really get curious, like, oh, why aren't I getting the orders that I want? Why are people always nagging on my price? Why this? Like, really dive into the whys behind the results that you're getting. They say the definition of insanity is doing the same thing again and again, but expecting different results. So what are you going to change? If you're not getting the results you want, that's so cool because you get to look at it and analyze it and go all right cool time to like tweak time to change the variables time to mix things up and see if I can get a different result because it's like not about (laughs) it's honestly not even about hitting the goal if if we're so worried about the goal all the time then we we do just get into this destructive mental pathway of like the pressure of reaching that goal but if we're playing If we're just curious and experimenting, that's when things are fun and that's when you start to actually have some breakthroughs of, oh, wait a second, people aren't ordering because I'm not actually selling the thing for Mother's Day that they wanted to buy. I thought like I should be selling like these cookies, but people really want like bouquet. I don't know, whatever it is, you know, (laughs) whatever the feedback is, um, The reality is it's just time to get out of your own way. It's time to dream bigger and develop a belief in your own worthiness to receive and succeed and just start to change the story that you tell yourself about yourself and what's possible. And it's not about empowerment. It's not about someone coming to save you. It's about you just coming awake to the power that's already in you to run a business, to be creative, to to do so many cool things. So many cool things are just waiting for you. Just waiting. 
And you just have to keep taking those tiny steps forward. You just have to keep doing what feels good and, and pushing into that. Learn how to dismiss the negative thoughts. Like, thank you for your opinion, brain. Thank you for telling me that this is not going to work. I actually don't need that today. Like, thank you for keeping us safe. Thank you for trying to protect us, but I've got this. I can handle this. We're not running any kind of sprint as business owners. It's it's just this marathon. It's just this journey that we're on. There's no race to the finish line. I promise you're not falling behind. I promise you're exactly where you need to be. We tend to overestimate what we can achieve in a day. Guilty. <laughs> My husband will tell you I am the absolute worst at that. We'll be like trying to get out the door and we got to be somewhere like we've got to drive an hour to this appointment with the kids and everyone's got to get in the car and I'm like oh well I'm just gonna you know bake a cake before we go and I'm gonna um, take my shower and then I'm going to you know just send a few emails like no (laughs) I like totally I never have a good grasp on how much time anything's gonna take me and a lot of us are like that we overestimate in a day what we can get done But we seriously underestimate what we can accomplish in a year and underestimate like how far we can grow in a year. It's crazy. At the beginning of this year, I wrote down like 12 sticky notes and each sticky note had a different project that I wanted to complete. I wanted to host an in-person class and I want to write a book and I wanted to compete in the gingerbread competition. Like I had all of these different little sticky notes and like as I check each one off I'm kind of moving it to a new spot on my wall and I've it's so cool I've already got three checked off and I'm like wow I'm on a roll I didn't think I would get this far this fast but it's like the cumulative of tiny steps every single day it's so much easier to think about it like that you don't have to take any massive leaps it's just like all right how can I break this giant big audacious goal into like little micro steps that I can take you know if you want to have a brand deal with Wilton I don't know what's like the small thing that you can do to get there or if you want to eventually teach a class what can you do now can you teach your neighbor can you just practice like identifying the steps of baking like tiny little things that will get you in the right direction And you've got the time in front of you. Just give that energy, give that energy to yourself to dream, to receive, and build up others along the way. Allow success for others, allow success for you, and just enjoy, just have fun again. So whatever it was that you thought about at the beginning of this episode, when we took like 20 seconds to think about that big dream, And you were able to just step out for a second, step out of this limiting present moment where there's so many scary what ifs surrounding that. If you can just think for a moment of where you really want to be, write it down, (laughs) write it down. Just put, put your, give yourself a note to remind yourself of like, what's, what's really driving you underneath it all what where do you really want to end up with with your baking business and as a baker and as a person like what is truly behind all of that and then just take time to to think about it like if if I'm right and that this is all comes down to just your mind that everything you need to learn and know is just steps ahead in the journey and the real 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 roadblock is just you 
overthinking and just you getting out of your own head so that you can get started, if I'm right about that, then what you need to do is lean into that dream and allow yourself to believe in that possibility.